The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. And you are going in SmackDown Live. Hey, this is Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke watch him going in the Raw. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you'll be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Film live at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson. And of course, found wherever audio podcasts are found. Uh, if you're listening to us on an audio podcast app, hey, man, uh, it'd, it'd go a long way if you give us a rating, a review, or a comment. Uh, and if you're watching us on YouTube, hit that subscribe button and hit that like button an odd number of times. Let's try to get this review of SmackDown up to 600 likes, Larson. All right, fair enough. Uh, and then uh, we also have uh, bonus content, Friendo Club TV. We do. I know we had a lot going on today. Did you happen yeah, to no get a... Yeah, for the win. No, I'll do that tomorrow. Okay, cool. My right apologies. On. It was a busy day. Yeah, we had a busy day. We had something exciting coming up we cannot talk about. Uh, once it happens, obviously, we will talk about it. Uh, but we did some fun stuff with some old friends today. Yes. Um, so that's exciting. Friendo Club TV, uh, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson, uh, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Just throw us a sub. We'll send you the links to uh, bonus content on a daily basis. Not a mm-hmm. great way that you can go in and like look at all the past bonus content that we have. But a Twitch sub, you know, sometimes you can get Twitch subs for free because like the Prime stuff, you just toss out mm-hmm. your, your Twitch sub, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, also on uh, YouTube, click join. You become a channel member, $5 a month, and you get the uh, the bonus content. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's good. Uh, that is good. It's all good. Of course, uh, check out our news brief episode today. We do our best to uh, not stumble our way through this uh, uh, speaking out uh, movement that's happening right now in the wrestling industry. Very important stuff. Um, so SmackDown is going to be interesting to talk about tonight because yes, uh, obviously the main focal point uh, was uh, Matt Riddle's debut. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it was a really, really well executed segment. Uh, obviously with the allegations surrounding Matt Riddle, um, enthusiasm will be a little bit on the tempered side. Yes. Uh, while a lot of this stuff sort of sorts itself out, he's uh, hired a lawyer and uh, released a statement through his lawyer, essentially saying yes. that this person they have uh, they had uh, drafted a pleading. I, th- I believe it was called uh, for the courts uh, for stalking and cyberbullying. I believe is what the statement Something said. Like that, yeah. Um, and so he's denying it left and right. Uh, and uh, but you know, regardless, it's out there. Uh, and uh, it, it's a developing situation, but you know, obviously, you and I have been big fans of Matt Riddle, but the allegations are fairly serious, and uh, and so yeah, honestly, it's uh, tempered my uh, my uh, enjoyment of his debut, if you will. Yeah. So yeah. I figured, you know what, man, I want to kick things off on a positive note, and so I want to talk about something. Usually, the opening segment of the show, we talk about. 
the biggest event of the show. And yeah, maybe we can talk about Bray Wyatt going back to the to the swamp Bray, the Bray Wyatt, Wyatt that he used to be Bray before. Wyatt. Just a Bray Wyatt. Just but you know what, man? I'm going to go in a different direction. I, I told you this before we rolled. Uh, yeah, so it's not a surprise to me. You're in on it. I want to talk about somebody who uh, doesn't maybe have the placement on the card that other people do, but is absolutely killing it. And uh, and that's Sony Deville. That's uh, what we've been saying for weeks too. Is 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 that she has been uh, with every opportunity given to her, uh, she's been hinted at the park. Yeah. Um, week in and week out, she's delivering some of the best promos. Um, she knows her character uh, completely. Uh, speaks with authority because she knows her character. Um, there's no stumbling over her words. She she knows the character she's portraying on the on the screens and does it uh, fantastically. Um, just every week, every week, just being absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I think he's mentioned on Twitter that she is she is outshining the material given to her. So this um, is this is the most interesting. This is like just popped in my dumb brain tonight when I was watching. I didn't really tweet about much tonight because there wasn't too much to tweet about. Um, I, it was like in terms of like even even outside the context of the speaking out thing. It was a it was a fine episode of SmackDown. You know, with all this stuff has been fairly exhausting i think for the entire wrestling industry for wrestling fan base in general it's been kind of exhausting and that's not to be dismissive of the stories being told because that's where the real you know frustration is um but uh my lone observation tonight the thing that stuck out to me was you got miz and morrison right a couple of clowns and they're very good at being clowns and they're great mm-hmm. i like them a lot they do their thing they got mandy rose out there and she's terrific mandy rose is great Sonia Deville comes down in a suit looking like John Wick, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she has that star thing, you know? And and we've seen it evolve, right? We've seen it over the past couple of weeks. But the way she sometimes the package and sometimes it's a it's a combination of visual and the promo skills and then how they put it together in the ring how she came down to that ring tonight and understood completely and totally what she was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, she has taken this entire arc, this entire story that's been given to her. And it's, I mean, it's a decent story, but it's a simple one. Yeah. And within the confines of that, she has embraced this new role for herself she has completely overhauled her character in something into something definitive and she looks like a superstar and she looks like she should be doing stuff that is better than what she's at and i'm not even i'm not even saying that the mandy rose stuff is bad i'm just saying that sony deville has turned herself into somebody that should be headlining the women's division or at least somebody who if there was like an intercontinental women's championship mm-hmm. she would be knocking on that door for sure yeah with the idea that that would be the first step in eventually going to the top of the, the women's division uh josh denby here in chat uh, uh bringing up something that i've noticed tonight in this for the last several weeks he says the the slight voice cracks of sonia just uh, what she says hits so much harder too. It's like when she gets really emphatic, really yeah. passionate about something. Yeah. Like she, it's not only really a voice crack. Her voice gets raspy. Yeah. 
Yeah. There's like a raspiness to her voice that, that comes and goes. That when she's really trying to emphasize something, man. I know. I know. It's just, it, feel, it seems so genuine. It, it does. No, you're absolutely right. And it's got, you know, I we talk about it sometimes, that sort of like non-tangible charisma that somebody can have when they're delivering a promo where it's like, man, they're they're like jumping through the TV. They're jumping through mm-hmm. the camera mm-hmm. into the living rooms. And you can't. And those kind of people, I, it's the same thing like with back in the day, CM Punk. When you watch that pipe bomb promo, you cannot take your eyes off him. And you never want him to stop talking because it's so damn transfixing. Mm-hmm. And that's where she's at right now. And it's so fun to watch. And it's somebody who evidently has put in a ton of work and she shows up prepared because this stuff, man, this stuff, I'm pretty sure is scripted and she kills it. She mm-hmm. absolutely kills it. So uh, I just figured, hey, man, uh, we'd kick things off by showing some love yeah. to somebody who obviously put in the work, has a bright, bright future. And I want to be on that particular bandwagon early, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we can hey, talk she about, has. A, by uh, the way, she has a new shirt out too. It looks cool. It's like a. It's oh, like yeah. it's like a comic book drawing type thing, oh, uh, with oh. some of the rainbow stuff on it, and it looks terrific, man. I might have to cool. invest in that. I got. I got cool. this stupid shirt today. I showed you this. You know, AEW. They are so good at like getting people for impulse buys, and yeah. then you get. And of course, pro wrestling tees. They're so damn popular. And then, of course, with the pandemic stuff, they had to stop for a while. Yeah, like yeah, you yeah. know, you get this months later. I got this yeah. stupid shirt. I'm like, why did I get this shirt? It was only like know. it was only like twelve bucks. I got this I stupid, I ugly shirt because it's funny. Because it's funny. Um, you'll, you'll cut the sleeves off and wear it. Do yard work tomorrow, probably. Yeah, you got that right. Um, so, uh, so I might have to invest in one of them Sony Deville shirts. Man, she's terrific. All right, all right. She is terrific. She is terrific. Let's talk, let's spend a couple minutes talking about uh, uh, Bray returning as Bray as uh, original May- uh, Waylon Mercy inspired bray yeah yeah that was uh that was something else it was sort of uh yeah okay so this is my stupid thing right when i saw this uh i thought it could have been really cool and really creepy and really weird what if bray shows up and he's there as like you know old bray right and then because it's on the tron they could totally do this what if from the other side of the frame comes Braun Strowman, but in the mask. And Braun's oh, yeah. like, "Whoa, wait a second! I'm right here. How does he? I'm here because he's talking about too. he's talking about raising the dead. And it's like, yeah, not only did I raise raise myself, what if he raises that iteration of Braun? And I mean, you never see it manifest. It's just a mind yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, just yeah, a mind yeah. game. Yeah, that'd be cool. But no, it was cool, man. So he's he says uh, to to go to the future, you got to go to the past. What do he say? Well, he says, uh, cool. uh, in order to move forward, we need to take a step back to where it all begins. Like mm. created Braun, so it's his duty to destroy him. Braun knows where you find me. All you can do is follow the buzzards. Yeah, run. Yeah, that's cool, man. I like that they're. Uh... So yeah, this is this is. I mean, they're probably going to do a thing at Extreme Rules with old school Bray. Of course, he's gonna like lose, or something weird's gonna happen, and then of course, Larson at SummerSlam. The Fiend will be Braun <laughs> for the title. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Uh, it just makes me wonder why Bray's like why not? Why doesn't he just cut to the chase and just uh, 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 just like all right? I know if I do this, I'm gonna win for sure. 
Yeah. It's fiend time, you know? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that there's, you know. Unless the larger point isn't just to win the title back. It's to, uh, I mean, he says he wants to destroy Braun. So he, he thinks, well, I can lose two battles and ultimately lose the war in the third battle. So Win the war uh, in the third battle, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah. yeah, I think, you know, he wants to have his cake and eat it too. Cake being the universal championship and then eating it would be like, you know, destroying Braun Strowman. Uh, or changing him. Maybe he just understands that Braun is too much of a dullard to like actually, to, he doesn't have enough dimension as a human being. He's a shallow dullard who has, who doesn't really have the ability to change. And so like the only thing he can change back to is like, you know, mindless automaton. Maybe. In a, in a black sheet match. I don't know. Maybe. Man, Maybe. he just, he just wants to take Braun's guy. Oh, I want your car, man. You got a really nice car. <laughs> What were those for years? <laughs> Anyways, uh, so things kicked off pretty strongly with uh, yeah. AJ Styles's Intercontinental Championship celebration, and uh, he had invited uh, the entire SmackDown locker room, the men's division rather, uh, although I guess the tag teams are out there too, um, to encircle the ring. And uh, and he said uh, Renee Young was the one sort of doing the presentation. And uh, he said, you know, obviously, of course, SmackDown is a house that AJ built. That's why I invited everyone to ringside, because this is as close as you're going to get to the Intercontinental Championship. Ha, 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 And he's asked, what does the Intercontinental title mean? Winning it, he says, means vindication. It means everything he said was true about not wanting handouts. Uh, it says, Renee, go ahead and present me with the belt. And then she's about to do it. He goes, hold on, wait. You're not the right person for this job. I want Daniel Bryan to do it. So Daniel Bryan gets in the ring. AJ says, hey, just put the belt around me and, and around my waist and tell me congratulations. Uh, and, and Daniel Bryan kind of hems and haws and hesitates. And uh, AJ says, come on. Uh, it has to do with respect. You're not a coward, are you? You're a coward if you don't do it. <laughs> I really, I really like where AJ, this. Where AJ said, all right, just put the title around my waist. <laughs> and just the way he said it was actually pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I like this. But AJ as a heel, AJ as as like a prick heel is really great. Yeah. So uh, Daniel Bryan puts the belt around him, just kind of quietly says congratulations. That is not enough for AJ. Nope. Uh, he wants them to sit, tell him congratulations like a man. So Daniel Bryan picks up the mic, says congratulations. Uh, you're the better man that day. Uh, we may disagree on a lot, but I respect your uh, ability in the ring. Says I think you're going to be a great Intercontinental Champion. Maybe the best in history if you show up every week and defend that Intercontinental title against the amazing SmackDown superstars who surround this ring. Uh, wrestlers like Chad Gable, like Grand Metalik, like Big E. Mm-hmm. Um, Big E, uh, by the know, way, had a, uh, what do you call those things? Yeah, that's right, yeah. And he was doing exercises with that the whole time. Uh, he's the best. He is the best. Uh, and AJ was like, no, 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 I got a different vision for... For me as Intercontinental title as you would as it for as Intercontinental Championship. Uh says uh Dana Bryan, you're back of the line. Um uh, AJ says, uh okay. Or sorry, Dana Bryan says, Okay, well, uh Drew Gulak beat you two weeks ago. Uh what do you say he gets a title shot? Yeah, because he was like, dude, you're talking about people earning it. He's like, Drew yeah. Gulak beat you. Didn't that does that mean he earns it? And AJ's like, No, nah, he doesn't he didn't he didn't earn it. I'm not giving handouts. Yeah, he has to be number one contender to get a title shot. And the next person who opens their mouth is going to deal with the consequences. Here comes Matt Riddle. Bro. 
so he introduces himself. AJ says, I know who you are, but all I see is someone in uh, someone with no shoes in my ring, another person looking for a handout. Riddle says, I don't want anything. I'm here to give you some advice. I hear uh, that AJ is the face that runs the place, so Matt Riddle wants to tell him he's the bro that's going to run the show. And AJ, bang, pops him in the face. Uh, Riddle hits a few strikes of his own, kicks AJ out of the ring, and then AJ says, get a ref out here. I want to have a match. Yeah, but then he also grabs the uh, the the mic from the ring announcer towards the start of the match and says, but it's not going to be for the IC title. Uh, yeah. So at that point, you knew that Matt Riddle was going to get a big win he here. was 100% going to win. Yeah, and dude, this was this was absolutely a terrific match. It really it was, was. It was a good match. It, it was a really good match. It was a really terrific match. Uh, towards the finish, uh, this was a great little bit. So uh, let's see here. Uh, after getting out of uh, getting to the ropes uh, from uh, a calf crusher, uh, Riddle did, uh, AJ goes to ringside, and uh, Daniel Bryan sort of jawing at him. And so AJ, like, shoves him. Daniel... Wants to get back into it. He wants to, you know, pop him for that. But everybody's holding him back. AJ's like, come on, do it, do it, do it. Of course, if he gets hit by Daniel Bryan, DQ, you know, uh, he wins the match. Uh, so he breaks the 10 count. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, he does this whole thing. He gets back in the ring. He gets back out. He, you know, says, hey, come on, hit him. Ruin the match. Uh, AJ goes then all the milling about that he's doing right now, of course, is letting Matt Riddle uh, get back into it. Uh, Mm -hmm. AJ goes back up to the apron, looks for the phenomenal forearm. Riddle catches him, hits bro Derek, and he gets the win. And then all the uh, faces come in and they start celebrating with Riddle. He gets a big hug from Drew Gulak and Daniel Bryan's the man to raise his hand. So they're really celebrating uh, here in Matt Riddle's uh, debut. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, interesting. We mentioned in, in news brief, that uh, for a brief period of time, his uh, uh, debut preview uh, uh, write-up on WWE.com had been taken down yeah, later in the day. Before showtime, it went back up. Yeah, yeah, it went back up. So I imagine discussions were had. We might find out about it. We might not find out about it. And, uh, again, all that is uh, – I mean, WWE, they did release a statement um, uh, saying, you know, uh, if uh, we look into all allegations – uh, if somebody gets, I think, like a uh, charged, they, they will suspend them. They're convicted and they are they're ter- fired, they're released. Yeah. But none of that precludes them from taking action on their own, even yes. if none of those things happen. So WWE yes. said, basically saying we can still fire people um, as they did today with Jack Gallagher. There were allegations against him. Uh, he was fired. They didn't even say we wish him well on his future endeavors. Um, and uh, we'll see. We'll see what, what happens next. Yes. But what happened next in SmackDown was uh, uh, before they went to commercial, Jeff Hardy was sitting there like dozing off or just sort of staring off into space uh, while a guy was about to mic him up. So he's deep in thought, wondering yes. if he had hydrated enough that day. And even if he did, would that be sufficient? Enough to keep his pee from being viscous and yellow, yes. So confusing. Dark, dark, dark yellow. Very confusing. Yeah, so anyways, uh, he's got to sit down and interview with Renee Young. So she asked him, hey, how you been holding up? It's been a, a rough couple of weeks for you. And he says, yeah, it's been a roller coaster. Uh, I'm 42 years old. Hey, I'm 42 years old. And he's trying to turn his life around. Says so he feels like he's been turning his life around his entire life. And just when he feels like he's turning things around, he's over here. He's putting out one fire. He turns around. There's another fire over there. Oh, my God. He says, the struggle is real. <laughs> so uh, Renee says, you lost to Seamus at Backlash. Uh, how you dealing with that? And he says, well, yeah, I've lost a lot gonna lose more but Seamus is a constant reminder of what I don't like about myself and he thinks well if I could beat him up 
then I can feel like uh, I'm turning things around and I'm kind of conquering those particular demons. But if he doesn't, all that dark stuff starts coming back. Mm-hmm. And he says if he's learned one thing, uh, is that he has to catch himself before that cycle of thinking returns. He says he needs to step back and look at the situation as it is. He says he is a junkie. He is an alcoholic. He's an adrenaline junkie. Uh, says Seamus has a problem with himself. That Seamus is just a miserable, insecure bully. Uh, says Seamus is another sickening obstacle in his way on his road to redemption. And then Jeff says, I'm a human anomaly. Human anomaly. And I'm not done yet. Yeah. So he's an adrenaline junkie. Of course, adrenaline junkies typically like things that are extreme, kind of feel like they're going to have extreme rules match. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, because that's coming up in July. Oh, they definitely are. They yeah. definitely are. And hopefully Jeff Hardy doesn't jump off something high. Oh, dude, I know. Don't do that. Don't do that. Chad Gable had an interview after that uh, where he's asked uh, if he's at a disadvantage in a match against Mojo. Dude, listen. Mojo is... Uh, uh, what's, what's, a, what's a good metaphor for a guy who gets pinned all the time? Well, he's what we call a losing wrestler. Oh, that's right. He's a failure wrestler. He's a no, failure wrestler. wrestler. He's a he's failure a wrestler. He still he still has a job at WB. Therefore, he is yet to be a failure per se but because he he's is. still an employed 
professional wrestler, but he loses, so he's a losing wrestler. This bugs the crap out of me. And you know what? I was actually kind of surprised, pleasantly surprised, because during their actual match, so he has an interview, Mojo sneaks up behind him, but Mojo is probably a heavy breather, and he's, like, huge, like, compared to normal people. And he sneaks up behind Chad Gable, and Chad Gable doesn't bat an eye. He continues on with his interview, and then he's like, you know, Gable, he says, heavyweights don't know what it's like to have eyes in the back of your head, and then he just swings around and clocks Mojo, I really it could have been cool if you gave him like a Judas effect, like bang, but he didn't. Yeah, I know. Uh, look, just bang. Yeah, it was great though because Mojo's like down on the ground <laughs> like this, and then Gable just goes out to his music. He has music kiss, and he goes out to the ring. Yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty entertaining. I'll be honest with you. Uh, so, you know, I'm just tired of the sh- I'm just tired of the short stuff. Like, okay, get new, like take a different tact with this. With this, we'll be like the, the shorty G gimmick is is terrible. Yeah. So but, like just do something different. But on top of that, yeah, I agree with that. But on top of that, what's this business about him being either always like Cole? And I was I was cracking up because Corey was like, dude, Cole kept on calling him. Oh no, no, no. Uh, so Gable got the roll up win. Which yeah. why don't they just give him a real finisher instead of surprise roll up wins know. against all tall he does opponents? Is win by roll. I know. That's all he does. I know. So and then Cole's like, oh look at this upset. It's a night of upsets. What upset? Chad Gable's a former tag champion. Like what upset are we talking about here? The guy yeah, is an no. accomplished wrestler, and an Mojo was an Olympic amateur and, wrestler. Yes, and Mojo was walking around. If he's not wearing Zubaz, he's going back to his weird broken mirror gimmick where nobody knows what he. And he loses incessantly. Mm-hmm. Where how is that? And Corey Graves even called him out. He's like, it's not an upset. He's an accomplished wrestler. Like Corey Graves supposed to be the bad guy. He's like, what are you talking about? An upset? Yes, he might be the underdog. In, in many matches, but this is not an upset. Yeah, no, it's not an upset. Not an upset. I don't know. Not an upset. So uh, next we had uh, Ms. TV with special guest Mandy Rose. Before Mandy made her way to the ring, uh, Ms. wanted to address the elephant in the room, and uh, it's, which is what why he pulled John Morrison off the pin uh, of Braun at Backlash. Yeah, I like that. I like this stuff. This is and they said that happened because they changed the rules on last minute. Morrison says. You can't change the rules before the game. Nope. You don't do it in the World Series. You don't nope. do it anytime. Nope. Uh, I said also they were worried about Otis cashing in, so their attention was divided. Uh, if Otis wasn't around, one of them would be Universal Champion right now. Mm-hmm. So the Miz introduces Mandy. She comes down the ring, um, and then she asks. He asks her about her best friend. Sorry, ex best friend Sonya Deville. Uh, asked how long they were friends. Mandy says five years. Miz asked if she ever noticed that she was upstaging her, if Sonya was a better fighter. And Manny's like, I want to hear this. She gets up. She starts to leave. And they say, no, we were just joking. We have a surprise for you. Uh, this surprise is Sonya Deville. Yeah. So Sonya comes down the ring, uh, and Manny is all, I'm done. I'm done with this this feud. And Sonya says, I wishes uh, I was done, but I can't because week after week, you get the spotlight. What have you done with your opportunities? Have you won matches? No. Have you said anything of importance? No. No. Only thing you've done is made out <laughs> with Otis Poolside. <laughs> yeah, Mandy's so, like, uh, yeah, Manny's like, okay, what do you want from me? Unlike Sonya, I've got people by my side. Otis has been loyal since day one. So she uh, asked Sonya what she has. She's like, you're alone, Sonya. Uh, how much longer are you going to hold on to your petty resents- resentments? And Sony's like, I'm not mad at you anymore. I want to figure out what to do to get the Mandy Rose treatment. And the only difference she sees is this. And she like sort of like looks her up and down. And uh, she's like, is this why you're getting opportunities when I'm superior in every way? 
So she's going to take away what's most important to her. So she's just as ugly on the outside as she is on the inside in here. And she pointed like she taps her heart and uh, and they just they brawl. And it man, the brawl was even really physical and it was like really heated. Man, they're giving everything they have to this. It's great. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. It's been pretty good. Yep. Uh, next, New Day versus Lucha House Party. Uh, Sasha and Bailey came down to join the commentary team. Uh, I think just because uh, uh, the, the way they, they get on, uh, Michael Cole especially, is wildly entertaining. I love it. I think it's great. It's one thing that yeah. like Raw is missing is Cole and, and Graves being down there. It gives the wrestlers... It Honestly, dude, it's got that... The one thing that we say that AEW does, or one thing that AEW does really well, is that sense of like everybody's. It's a sense of community. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, community. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like that element of SmackDown is its own little sense of community. You got the two commentators mm-hmm. out there, and they interact with the wrestlers, and yeah. it's it's a nice little thing. It is. It is. Um, so Cesaro and Nakamura, they're watching the back match backstage. They uh, defeated the New Day a week or two ago, I believe. Uh, a really fun match between New Day, Lucha House Party, mm-hmm. uh, Sasha and Bailey on commentary, adding a lot, lot to it when uh, Big E was doing his belly to belly. Yeah. Bailey was like, oh, I taught him how to do that. That's a belly to belly. Yeah. Stuff like that. That was good stuff. It was good stuff. So uh, right. anyways, I loved I loved when he because they do this every week with Cole and Graves. They throw their T-shirts at them. Well, yeah. Bailey and Sasha are already out. And they throw their T-shirts. They're like, oh, my gosh. They're all offended and stuff. It was great. Oh, I know. It was great. So, uh, the finish saw uh, Kofi hit a double stomp on Lindsay, and then uh, he tags in Big E, uh, hit up, up, down, down for the win. Um, and as soon as that bell rings, match is over. Cesaro and Nakamura hit the ring. They lay out the new day. Cesaro hits the, the neutralizer on Big E. Mm-hmm. And then he picks up Kofi, starts swinging him, and then Nakamura hits a Kinshasa in the middle of the swing. Yeah. Ow. Oh my god, that was rad. Ow. That was rad. Ow, that looked awful. So they go ringside. They're they're giving high fives to Sasha and Bailey. And Cesaro uh, talks to commentary, making the case why they should get a title shot. They like they said we beat them. Uh, it's frustrating. Uh, we want our shots. So. What did he say about? Didn't he say something like you know we're a couple of international something? And I'm like, yeah. man. Give them a name. I know, like, Cesaro, he's sort of now he's, like, guy who just does tag team stuff, like, random. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, he had that great alliance with Sheamus was so great. Um, yeah. He and Tyson Kidd were really good tag teams. Yeah, they were really, yeah, they were really good. Cesaro could do anything. Uh, but, man, if they really go, if they really get behind Cesaro and Nakamura the way they were behind Cesaro and Sheamus, man, that could be really cool. It could be cool. I hope they do it. Next, uh, we had Dana Brooke, Tamina, Alexa Bliss, Naomi, and Lacey Evans backstage. And they all are kind of individually trying to make the case why they should be Bailey's next challenger, even though I think Bailey defeated them all. Yes. Um, and then Dana, I think, oh, had, has Dana had a title shot yet? Didn't she? She probably did. Did she yeah, have one she when uh, her and Carmella were a team and she was like, why? You, why? No, that was for a spot in Money in the Bank. Oh, Okay. Oh yeah, you're regardless. Okay, she probably—I mean, she probably, she probably has, but yeah, he at least had a match against Bailey. Yeah. So, anyways, Dana makes the case like, "Hey, we all deserve an opportunity." And then Alexa is like, "Well, where did Nikki go?" Because Nikki disappeared. So we go to a Sheamus interview. Uh, He's asked to respond to Hardy's interview, 
he says, uh, what Jeff Hardy said made him think. He said I was a bully. And, uh, he, and he, he said, I am a bully. And people like Hardy deserve to be bullied. And he enjoyed kicking his head off at Backlash. Only wish he had crushed his windpipe, too, so he wouldn't have given that interview. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, if Hardy can't lift himself up, I'll do it for him. Mm-hmm. He says, next week, uh, we're going to toast to Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I kind of liked, uh, I don't know. I Look, I know this is like, it's, 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 I know you're not into this material. I just, I, I really like the participants involved. And, and I, I really like the Jeff Hardy interview tonight. I get it. I know, like, they're just going to the same well over and over again. But uh, the way Seamus says junkie just kind of makes me laugh. Plus, I saw in all this uh, speaking out stuff, I saw, like, a really cool Seamus, like, a good guy Seamus story from, like, ages ago. And I was like, oh, I want his theme. I want his theme on my phone. I don't care what theme it is now. I like Seamus. All right. <laughs> uh, so I'm doing some, I'm doing some, uh, some uh, research here. Uh, okay, so they did have two matches. I don't know if they were title matches, though. Is this from uh, December Pro Dece- December of 2019? I, I, okay. I looked at your notes, actually. Oh, all right. All right. Uh, let's see here. Dana laughs. Bailey challenges her to a match. Dana accepts. And then the following week was a non-title match. I don't know if this week was a title match, though. Or if I'm sorry, if the week that they're that it's December yeah, yeah, December thirteenth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on, I second. mean, Hold she's on. had she's had two matches against Bailey. So if she had, I guess, I guess if she had like a legit, uh, uh, if she had a title match or not, it's like still Bailey beat her like twice in a row. Yeah, yeah, two consecutive weeks. I was wondering if it was if it was noted here on with the Pro Fight TV to see if it was oh it was a title, title match. match yeah, it doesn't say unless I click on the show. Maybe it does. No, it doesn't. Yeah, no, it doesn't say. I'm trying to see. So, like, yeah, she lost clean the first one, and then the second one. Uh, let's see here. Uh, yeah, she wins with a rose plant in the second one too. Bailey escapes Batista bomb. Yeah, she you, you escape my you bury my finish my Batista bomb. Anyways, uh, so we go back to the uh, uh, the ringside area. Uh, Sasha and Bailey are talking to commentary, and then Nikki Cross sneaks up from behind and attacks them. <laughs> this was great. So Alexa Bliss runs down. She's like breaking it up, and uh, Nikki gets in the ring and says, "Sasha, get in here. I want some. Get in here right now. I want some action. Get in here." <laughs> yeah, I like when she attacked them. She just grabbed Bailey's chair and like put it back. Cause somebody was like, Whoa. "I don't know. This is a funny visual." And then Bailey says, and the Sasha's kind of like, mm, and then Bailey says, oh, except for her. Dick. Keeps on doing that dick move, man. Just bad form. Bad form. At least form. in this instance, it worked out for Sasha because she got the win. It was a she fun match. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, There's a, a series of roll-ups. Sasha got out of one, hits Meteora uh, to get the win. Mm. Uh, but it was, it, was, it was a fun match. Yeah, it was good stuff. Uh, that's the kind of stuff, man. See that—that's the kind of stuff that I think a crowd would really eat up. Mm-hmm. We need to get crowds back, man. Just I'm telling you, well, pods. When it's safe. Pods. It's safe. How about pods? Just plexiglass around everybody. That's all you got to do. What if everybody wears like Bubble Boy? Yeah, I was just about to say that. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Anyways, after that, uh, there was a Titus O'Neil video package. He's been nominated. 
for ESPN's 2020 Muhammad Ali Award. So that's good for him. Yeah. Uh, uh, also, we've got uh, Braun backstage so watching. So they do a tease for the, fly, yeah. the Firefly Funhouse coming to the main event segment, and they do the thing where they do the the cross dissolve from, you know, the 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 promo they're running for it, which is on our television screen, right, to a television screen that's in the arena, and then they pull back and Braun's watching it. Yeah. At the weird angle. Uh, yeah. Next week it was announced uh, AJ Styles versus Drew Gulak. For the Intercontinental Championship. So he's got his, he had his win, and now he's going to eat the loss, Drew Gulak. Uh, And then uh, (laughs) Seamus, this graphic made me laugh. I like that Seamus was pointing at the the glass of champagne. (laughs) Seamus is going to toast Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy had like super dejected face after his loss. Yeah, exactly. They just like took out like a still of him. From his loss, it was pretty funny. Uh, so this next bit was the main event bit. Uh, it was the Firefly Funhouse segment, and it was it was terrific. So uh, Bray shows up. Obviously, he's like, "Hi, did you miss me? Uh, I can't wait to tell you what I've been up to. I joined a book club. I mastered all the TikTok dances, and he does a little dance. I learned how to raise the dead. <laughs> and there's like a, like a like a colored markers uh, drawing." <laughs> Like, like zombies and, yeah. uh, and stuff. Yeah. And then the next part, great, it said, I infiltrated the reptilian stronghold. <laughs> and then there was like like little drawings of like reptiles oh, in so suits. Good. It was really good. It was awesome. And Rambling Rabbit pops him and says, no, you're just murmuring to yourself about how you lost to Braun Strowman. And they replay uh, the finish the Money in the Bank match. And he goes, yeah, I lost to Braun. But in defeat, I realize now uh, he's gone about all the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Braun is someone I've known for a very long time, and that's when Braun interrupts his uh, Titan Tron plays, all the flashing lights. Um, he heads to the ring. He tells Bray. He smiles, that, too. He, yeah, smiled he smiled on the ramp. Why is he smiling? There's no reason for him to smile. He's got to stop smiling. Stop. It looks like, it looks like it pains him to smile. <laughs> yeah. So he heads to the ring. He grabs a mic. He tells Bray that he had his opportunity. He failed. There's no more games. Says the story between me and you is over, and Bray starts laughing. He says our chapter may be over, but I wasn't lying about resurrecting the dead. Said their story is just getting started, and we get a montage of a bunch of old Wyatt family stuff with Braun. And we cut to a different shot, and it's uh, Bray uh, with the hat, shirt, like when he first debuted. Mm-hmm. You know, the the very obvious nod to Wayland Mercy. Yeah, right. And that's when uh, that iteration of Bray. He says, in order to move forward, we need to take a step back to where it all began. Uh, I created Braun, so it's my duty to destroy him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Braun knows where to find him. All I can do is follow the buzzards. buzzards. Run. Run. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, that'll be good stuff. Fiend's getting that title back. Um, yeah. Probably at SummerSlam, yeah. Probably. I'm not hating on that. Uh, all right. So, let's answer some questions. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead up the Discord before I go to the Patreon all right, and see, all right, all uh, right. you know, see what's going on over there. See if anybody's dropped any questions. Uh, let's see here. Uh, daily team meeting. Uh, all right, here we go. Nobody has dropped. Uh, oh, here we go. No, here we go. Here we go. One person. Dr. Steve Winters asks, if Matt Riddle gets sidelined uh, because of all this, does Shorty G get the nod for first title defense. Now, Drew Gulak is getting that title defense, 
but uh, but if Matt Riddle gets sidelined, uh, I don't know. I mean, so it so there's there's one moment of the match where Matt Riddle uh, got dumped out of the ring or whatever, and uh, he got sent into uh, Baron. He took a couple yeah. steps into Baron's personal space, and Baron shoved him, and Matt yeah. Riddle got back in Baron's face. Uh, feels like that might be a thing. Yep. It makes all the sense in the world for because yeah. Baron is like the new Dolph Ziggler at this. He's like Dolph Ziggler 2018 where he gets that first guy. Yeah. Uh, Anthony says, have the three versions of Bray come out like when Dude Love and Mankind introduced Cactus Jack back in the day. Corny, but so fun. <laughs> that was so fun. I really love that stuff. Uh, let's see here. Published. Oh, by the way, I've totally forgot about this. Uh, hmm. I'll, I'll do this again on like Monday's news brief, maybe, but, uh, yeah, we got some new patrons in. Oh, so yeah. I wanted to give them, let's see here. Jonathan Williams, uh, meet. And let's see here. Nathaniel, Joe Saporito and, uh, Nicholas Price. So thank you, new patrons. Thank you very much. Let's see what kind of questions we have here. If you want to hit up the Twitch. Sure. Uh, uh, O-Dog asks, is Braun the biggest heel? I was looking forward to the fun house before he showed up. Dude, uh, seriously. Also, Sonya has said that she wants to be the next Batwoman. Yeah, she's talked about that a lot. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. I would I would start watching that show. Heck yeah, man. That's a tough one, though, man. Uh, Ruby Rose, I think, is her name. The girl that played mm-hmm. Batwoman. Mm-hmm. She uh, like almost got paralyzed. They need to start using their stunt people, man. Seriously. Like, what the heck? If I was an actor, man, I'd be like, hey, listen, you got me for close-ups, and that's it. That's it. Medium shots. Anything over the shoulder, I'm in my trailer. Boom. Exactly. You want me to do, you want me to walk from point A to point B in a long shot? That's my stunt guy. I could get hurt doing that. Yep. 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 Uh, Alex Foster, in kayfabe, do superstars get punished? For not going to these segments, the AJ one. So uh, if there was somebody not in attendance, would they get punished in kayfabe? No, there's no authority figure on SmackDown. Or Raw. People are shumped at uh, AJ's behest. So, uh, I mean, I guess if you're not uh, uh, worried about upsetting AJ. Well, maybe there might have been some, uh, uh, some unseen but implied... Uh, uh, deception on AJ's part. Maybe he said, "Hey, I'm going to choose my new champ, my new challenger tonight." Could be. Y'all need to be there because it might be one of you. Yeah. Dang MQ. Did anyone notice NWO Big Show in the crowd? Uh, did I? Uh, no, I didn't. I saw that. I saw that comment. I did not notice that. I didn't notice either. Although uh, Enda Share showed up on 205 Live, which was interesting. Because they are clearly they went they attacked uh, uh what's his face uh, Lorkin, 
Because he had a match, and of course he's... All right, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Blake Whitehouse, would you rather see an amazing TV match somewhere random on the card and not know how long it is, or see an amazing TV match in the main event and know exactly how long it will be? Oh, I just want to see an amazing match. Ran on the card? I'd, yeah, I'd, I, I like not knowing how long. Because I love, I love being like, holy crap, this is going a long time. I love that feeling when you're like, oh, my God, they're doing one of these special matches. Like, they yeah, did that a I, period of time on Raw when, like, Seth Rollins had, like, a ton of, like, really cool matches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I like it, though, when the, the when the end of the show starts at, or the last match starts at, like, quarter the quarter before the hour. Mm-hmm. And it's getting down to it. It's like, oh, man. Especially if they do it right and you don't know who's going to win. Mm-hmm. Knowing yeah. that there's only so much time left kind of really builds uh, anticipation for the finish. Mm-hmm, sure. Dan Gibb Q, Mandy and Sonya would be good opponents for Bailey. I don't know if we want to see Bailey face Tamina, Dana Brooke, Car- Carmella, Nikki, Alexa, or Naomi again. None of those names. And look, I got nothing but respect for those names. I think they're they're great. But none of them have made the case with with what the, the way Sonya Deville has. Nobody mm-hmm. has. And here's the thing that with Sonya Deville, what she's shown is you can take creative that's like ah whatever. And like, just kill it and make a star out of yourself. Mm-hmm. You can do that. You can do that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, the rain Here. trigger. If WWE were to shorten superstar names, power rank the best ones and the worst or funniest ones. For example, if they shorten Big E's name to just Big or E. Um, let's see here. Uh, Matt instead of Matt Riddle. Hmm. Matt. What if they just shorten AJ Styles' name to just Styles? Or A. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's good. Uh, you know, here on commentary, Samoa. Doesn't really work. No. Uh, fear and loathing. Power rank, who or what else Bray has resurrected? Um, Does he have the power to resurrect his brother's career? That's the question. Well, he was talking about the reptilian elite. I mean, I thought that was a shout out to his brother. Although maybe it's the entire uh, uh, Rotunda family. Maybe IRS is a, a staunch believer in the reptilian elite. Or I mean, I guess it could be a reference to Randy Orton too. Uh, maybe he's trying to take credit for Randy being so bad. There you go. That's good. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Philly Flexer. Why is it that AJ Styles never felt threatened by Otis cashing in on him? Because nobody feels threatened by Otis. There's no precedent. I guess in theory with the briefcase, you can cash in on who, whatever belt you want. At least they, th- that's what they're saying now. Are they going to feed Miz and Morrison to Otis? They, they took a couple jabs at him. They talked about, they mentioned his name a lot tonight, like three yeah. times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Gareth Nicholas. Matt Hardy defeated Bray, and he didn't see him until he came back as Firefly Bray. Hardy is in AEW doing his multi-gimmick persona. Now Buzzard Bray is back in WB. Is there any subtle connection here? I imagine I they're two highly creative guys that are kind of going down the same path, but I don't think there, it's there is a cause and effect in any way. I would not be shocked if that general idea was discussed between the two of them, 
Mm -hmm. um, just in their general discussions about what they wanted to do, because evidently they wanted to do a lot more with each other than they than they were given permission to. So it wouldn't shock me at all if that general idea was something that they had both sort of discussed at all. Mm -hmm. Feared Lothan, what a kayfabe contrast between Cesaro and Nakamura. One is so passionate and the other just mills about. Mm. But I, I kind of feel like depending on the week, like sometimes Nakamura is the one that gets it's like really intense. I agree. Yeah. Because Cesaro is one that kind of mills about, and then a different week, it's the opposite. When you read that question, I was like, well, which one is which, really, though? Because, yeah. Like this week it was Cesaro, but a couple weeks back it was Nakamura. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Anthony, this is a good question. Should they give Braun a train that travels across America like the Lex Express? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And then, like, there's vignettes where he goes to, like, the, uh, the engineer's cabin, whatever it is, tri uh, car, and is like, hey can I do the choo-choo? And he's like, no, you can't. Federal guidelines. I want to do choo-choo. Sorry. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. He, he gets buried by the engineer, by the conductor. What's the difference? What's a conductor and an engineer? What's, is it the same thing? Mm. Is the conductor the guy is like, what does the conductor do? I don't know. I'm not a trained person. I don't know these things. You've seen enough Tom as a train engine. Thomas the it's Tank been on Engine. The television. It's been on television. <laughs> I mean, I paid attention. I even said it wrong. You know, they don't even explain what they're coming. Evidently, the conductor tells stories. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that like the normal function of a train conductor? Is to tell stories? I guess so. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Ra Roy Rogers here says, uh, yeah, same thing. Conductor is the engineer. Engineer is conductor. Oh, they're synonymous, huh? All right. Uh, cool. Rand Wildman, can Steve explain why his Dana Brooke impression sounds like Vince Russo? It's hilarious and makes me laugh. Oh, no, 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 no. It's uh, Mrs. Goldfarb from uh, Requiem, Requiem for a Dream. I want to be on the television. Yeah. I want to do a Batista bomb on the television. Uh, White Brownie 92, should Chelsea Green debut as a tag partner for Charlotte, or would you rather have her go solo? Solo. Solo, obviously. Solo. I'd rather see her go solo. Uh, Domina says, you know, Chris O'Donnell said that he didn't meet Arnold until the Batman and Robin premiere due to how little he was actually on set. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I knew that. I heard that. I read up a lot about that movie. I don't know why, but I have. And he got paid gobs, oh, yeah. gobs of money. Oh, yeah. But then they had him in like crazy like makeup. And he said he almost got electrocuted to death once because Oof. of like the, the all the gizmos and stuff they had on his costume. Like, I don't know. There was like some water around and there was a lot of electricity. Oh, Who are you? Who are, why would you do that to me? I am worth a lot of money. This is a great question. Omega Advent, would you guys rather use a movieola to edit F for fake? A great Orson Welles movie. Whoa, but a heavy edit. Yeah, or take a chop from Walter once a day for two weeks. That. That. Give me the chop. I hate editing anyways. Like, I find it so tedious that I would easily just because one a day. What's one a day? That ain't nothing. Editing F for fake? Oh, my God. That'd probably take months, if not years. <laughs> Full days. <laughs> Full days. Exactly. Maybe even years. Exactly. Dude. But man, Dang. freaking Orson in that Orson in that editing bed, man. Whew. Crazy. Dang MQ says Dolph has been moved to Raw. Did you see that? 
Uh, I did see that, yeah. As part of the AJ deal, maybe. Oh, yeah. Confirmed. I don't care. I mean, Raw is, Raw is like... It's, it's just a... Like, I get tired just thinking of watching Raw. And sometimes I'm surprised. Sometimes I'm like, okay, cool. But I swear to God, that one week when I just fell asleep, I was like, man, something's got to change with this show. I literally yeah, just I knocked out. <laughs> I'm like, I've got to do a podcast. And I fell a teep. Yeah. It's because I was so comfy. Yeah. I got that couch back there now, and I got my big screen over my 40-inch up here. Yeah. I just lay back. I'm like, oh, Seth is talking. But Smack, I dig SmackDown, AEW, and NXT, man. Those are all my jams. I'm, I'm cool yeah, with them all. Raw, Raw, Raw's a bit of a chore these days. Yeah, dude. It's not three hours, man. It's too much. Three hours is too much. It's way too much. Too much. Like, by the time they were done with Riddle AJ tonight, it was like... It was like 540 like almost. 535, yeah. yeah, it was late. I was like, all right, that went by in a, in a breeze. All right, anyways, that's it for everything. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, Twitch, chat, stick around. We are going to raid. If Sandra's on, we're going to raid Sandra's channel, see what she's up to. So thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We definitely appreciate it. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.